0: Hello and welcome. We are here live with Mary Sue Curley and Kayla Bites
1: of Land Title. Mary Sue Curley, that sounds like (laughs) uh, maybe a character from like an old Mickey Mouse.
2: (laughs) I was thinking a little bit more dignified, maybe like Boston Legal. Oh, yeah. Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Like okay. Daddy Crane, <laughs> <laughs> Mary Sue Curly. Uh, it sounds uh, fun and <laughs> playful, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Many people ask if that's my real name. Do you What's think were we called Mary Sue
1: Curley? No, uh, Curly, Curly. Sue. Sue. Curly, Curly Sue. Sue. Curly, Curly Sue. Sue. Sue Mary. Was that about
2: your life? Growing up.
0: It was. <laughs> uh, Interesting. I also have Mr. Stieg Sandel today here with me. They we're, the, we're in the Bell Bank Pento Studio? How yes. do you
2: like
1: the pentos,
0: ladies? It's
2: gorgeous. Beautiful. <laughs> so about it. What do you think? I am amazed at the view. You I just did it. I never knew you could <laughs> see the river.
1: Is that what that means? Frozen <laughs> <laughs> <Throws it> over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the river's about... To, uh, we should, it's March? or No, it's April. April. Holy cow. You're April. In beautiful Stillwater, the birthplace of Minnesota. On the shores of the St. Croix River, St. Croix <laughs> River Valley, which is rising as we see as the snow is melting. So uh, were you guys down sandbagging?
2: <laughs> no, I actually signed up for the first week, and then they changed schedule because of the snow and the inclement weather. Oh, wow. <laughs> so now I did check today on, they have a live cam, a mm-hmm. Stewart cam, <laughs> and they are sandbagging. They are sandbagging.
1: <laughs> well we'd be down there if not for the podcast. <laughs> if not for the podcast, we'd we'll be there. In our bad backs.
2: Likewise. <laughs> yes.
0: No, some, some of our listeners may be asking, Steve, why
1: do we have a title company here today instead of a realtor? That's a good question. And sometimes fate smiles upon you and you get <laughs> the two the two brightest personalities in the valley here. Kayla and Mary Sue, who agreed to come on the podcast to talk about title. Because not everyone knows what title is. Title is kind of the, the seedy underbelly of the real estate market. <laughs> Nobody knows what happens. The necessary.
0: Which
2: yeah. is a very necessary product. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And a- not only the title insurance, but also the services that we offer with the closings. Yeah, yeah.
0: what What is title insurance for our listeners? Steve and I know, of course... Kayla knows, but how would you define title insurance and why do buyers need it? I think Kayla knows the
1: answer
3: to that. So title insurance is different than like a homeowner's insurance policy where homeowner's insurance, you pay annual premiums, it protects you from unknown hazards in the future, whereas title insurance works backwards and it protects you from unknown defects on your property from the time you take title backwards for a one-time premium collected at closing
1: now when you say defect <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm being serious could you define a defect because i everyone's got like a title horror story and um something that a typical defect that someone might be able to collect on it or might need to contact you guys and collect on their title I'm sure.
3: Sure. So uh, an example of a title defect would be forgery if there were deeds in the chain of title that were signed by someone that was not supposed to sign it or... If there are, let's say, errors that come up from a prior owner, so stuff like that. Liens, so mortgages, judgments.
2: Uh, yeah. Property disputes, property lines, boundary lines, encroachments, easements.
3: Clerical errors mm-hmm. and legal descriptions, documents.
2: And
0: how often do you guys see defects happen? Is it Does it happen once a year, once a
1: month? Yeah. Does, it, does it depend on the situation, maybe?
3: Yeah, and if you do have an issue, you file a claim. So, as a closer, I don't yes. see yeah. claims that come through. But so. when we do title searches, there are items that pop up that we have to address. And <laughs> Hello?
1: <laughs> I'm doing the podcast. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible.
3: <laughs> so, as part of a closing, we do a title search and... That shows, you know, existing liens, mortgages, <laughs> things that we should clear up for closing.
0: Yeah, because I would say about, I don't know, five to 10 times a year, Steve and I see people with issues. I can only imagine all the other lenders out there or home buyers. There's, it's it's got to keep the title insurance company, the people insure it. busy, for sure.
1: Do you want to hear a, story, a title insurance story? I know the people are clamoring to hear <laughs> a good title insurance story, but we were working at another bank. while. Wow, this is way back in another life, and someone had called. We were doing a loan form. Everything was great, but then we got the title report back from Land Title, and it turns out that there had been a lien on the property from before these people bought the house that now was preventing them from doing anything, any financing or anything with the house. Like they couldn't sell the house if they wanted to because there was a loan out with uh, it was some really obscure company. But we had to fix the title and it took a while, but you guys took care of it, of course, as you always do. But, yeah, there's someone who, I don't know. If, now, here's the best part about the story is I don't remember what happened after that. <laughs> but anyway, there, there's something that, this here's a person who had no idea what was going on with the title, and, and they had a problem, but you guys, they needed you guys to come sort it out. That,
2: that happens many times. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is you don't remember because we took care of it for you. That's right. Right. And you were able to go ahead Finance the property, correct? Are
1: they? Oh yeah, we yeah. closed, and you guys performed, and we all raised a glass afterwards. All- <laughs> <laughs> so happy we were to be working with you. I think that's
0: another good point. Title companies not only insure the loan, the mortgage, but they also facilitate the closing, right? Mm-hmm. You facilitate on the sale side and the buy side. Is there anything else you guys do? <laughs> Is, <that in> the- <laughs> Is there a third prong that I'm missing on the? What's
1: the third prong?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, there's just so you know, yeah. Exam, you have the wire
0: oh, yeah. funds. Yeah. Yeah, what is a title exam? Explain that to our listeners. Is that yes.
3: when you turn your head off? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> um, so we have abstractors. Abstractors go either to the county or do a search of a property remotely. And then we have examiners that review what the abstractor has found of county record. And then the title commitment gets issued, which is a closers kind of map for what needs to be done and taken care of as part of closing list requirements. And then we close, and after that, documents get recorded, and then there's a final policy department that issues the policies.
1: Okay. Sounds okay. like a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of excitement. But I
3: remember, hey, you know, that's when,
2: a great idea.
1: <laughs> I remember when I lived at a different house, and we sold the house. Well, I, long story short, I remember when, when we closed on our house a while ago. We got the deed, and it was stacks and stacks of old papers. Now they don't do that anymore. Tell us about that.
3: An abstract of title? Those have gone out of style, if you will. (laughs) Um, You used to need that to close. (laughs) 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 So yeah, that'd be an abstract. Some people have them and bring them to closing just to give to a new buyer because they're fun to look at, but you don't need them anymore. You don't need them anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: interesting. Okay, so that's something. And I remember back in the day when I got in the business, back in the 90s, back in the
3: uh, eighteen
2: ninety. Yeah, <laughs> wait, I, cool. wonder, I wonder why the shirt's out of style. Mary <laughs> uh,
1: Sue, early Sue. Uh, but I remember we, we always used to have to, there were certain properties were Torrance properties and they had to bring in a Torrance certificate and it never failed. Half the people could never find it. I forgot about the Torrance. Remember that? But mm-hmm. that's gone way too long.
3: So there's still abstract property and Torrens property. And there are some properties that are both abstract and Torrens. So there is still and such thing as a certificate of title that's Torrens property.
0: And why would why would one be both? Because of a uh, years ago.
3: Yeah, part of it may have been registered Torrens, the other part not.
1: Is it possible that I'm more confused now? <laughs> than when
3: we started, the book it first?
2: is confusing. That's why you hire and
3: us.
1: okay. Yes. There you go. That's uh, yes. Yes. question. What is it?
0: <laughs> How would you answer this question? Because we get it sometimes. You know, buyers will say buyers have the option to buy title insurance when they're buying. I don't need that. Why would I buy that? And usually I'll go into an example of a situation where someone has needed it, but you know, what's your answer on that? Why should some they need a lender's policy, obviously. Why should they do the owner's policy in your opinion?
3: Yeah, so we can't tell someone to purchase an owner's policy. It's up to them. If they have questions about it, they should seek independent advice from an attorney or something like that. They
0: would just do the.
3: Owners. owners. Yep. Yep. So if you're taking out a loan, you are required to purchase a lender's policy for your lender. Right. They want to be insured that they have first lien position on your property. So it's a good time because then you can get your owner's policy at a simultaneous issue rate. So it's not it's much cheaper. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're getting deep. Yeah, <laughs> we're <getting laughs> <over here>. deep, <laughs>
1: deep. Deep, I feel good about Who's
0: it. Who's one of your favorite lenders that you work with? One oh. of your favorite <laughs> lenders. One of them. I know you have one. Bank,
2: bank, of course. A hard-hitting
1: <laughs> question.
2: <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, but no, in all seriousness, we've worked together for quite a while. Yeah,
2: twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Has it been twenty? It was before Kayla and I were aboard.
1: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's right. We worked with Landback. Who was closing our deals back then? It's been a long time. I can't even. Annette remember.
0: started actually. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Annette.
3: That's hey, Annette. Hi <laughs> Annette.
0: Annette, better be listening. That's um, <laughs> another <laughs> good point. Land title. That's a huge fan. Yeah, we introduced land title pretty briefly, but. Tell us more about land, how many locations you have, what states you're in.
2: We have nine branches in the Twin City metro area. One is in western Wisconsin, Hudson. So our corporate office is in Roseville. We're centrally located. So we have Coon Rapids, White Bear Lake, Maple Grove, Eden Prairie, Apple Valley, Egan, Stillwater, Hudson. Would you say there's a branch
1: that's convenient to anywhere in the tw- in the city?
2: <laughs> that's what we try to strategically okay. do when we these areas were picked. And the bottom line is because of their location, we also travel and do closings in Woodbury or other communities if need be, if it's more convenient. But you could be and can't be in every single you know suburb but we try to cover them all the north the east the west and central (laughs) don't forget (laughs) south don't forget south
0: no, Steve and I can attest to that you guys have, uh, was it COVID you guys were traveling more? When was that? There was a time, it was the refi boom that you guys were going to. You were yes, it was about. before COVID.
2: It was before COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess that stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Although COVID, you did closings in the parking lot. I remember that. Like, I... Crazy. Kayla would do closings in the parking lot with a, <laughs> with a clipboard and her mask. Oh, because and, and they would just roll down the window just enough to. Pass the papers. I remember
3: that was... I uh, tried to forget those times. <laughs> but hey, it worked. <laughs>
1: Did you have your desk out there and everything?
3: No, not quite. But it was interesting. Reserved. Lots yeah. of different techniques. Yeah. yeah. Right, whatever it takes. Whatever whatever worked. Right. We're we okay. Went with so it. what
1: is the strangest place you've <laughs> you
2: closed alone? You'd have to ask Kayla.
3: <laughs> oh. I don't have.
1: And don't say Coon Rapids.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any hospital stories. while people are people are giving birth. Oh, no, some, but that some did closers happen. do. Yeah, I mean, while you yeah. Were giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They had some interesting scenarios over the years, for sure. But I can't think of one really I, strange place. I, okay, so
1: I heard <laughs> of a closer. Closed alone in jail, she had to yes. go to local yes. prison or jail or something to get signatures. And yes, she walks in there, busy hours, you know, whatever what? the whole deal. Wow, I have not heard this story. Yeah, she's no longer in the business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's in jail. <laughs> no, incarcerated her. No, no, no,
1: oh god, that was a while ago. That was, I think, that was back in the nineties too. One of her
2: one of our closers did close in a hospital room where. The borrower was starting to go into labor with twins. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Save that 2% rate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go over and beyond. <laughs> Service beyond the expected is <laughs> our tagline. And yeah. the baby, uh, one of the babies was named her middle name. No, I'm no.
1: kidding. Mary
2: Sue. That, now that would have been a story. <laughs> I saw your face, Steve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I believe but, anything you say.
2: <laughs> but it is a true story. Oh,
1: that's
0: awesome. Yeah, we love using land title, we've always had a great experience. With, Thank um, you. The mm-hmm. entire group. Now, if someone wasn't doing a mortgage and they just needed uh, like legal
1: services, Is
0: that
2: maybe like a quit claim
1: deed. A quit claim deed. Yeah. Um, help me out. That's another uh, um, service you provide to just a regular homeowner.
3: To like okay like, like a property report or an owner's oh. and encumbrance report. Right. Yeah, as far as drafting any sort of estate planning docs, we can't help with that.
1: Or maybe there's realtors out there who are new in the business. We have a lot of realtors who are big fans of the podcast. Yes. And they're looking for a new title company to partner up with. Are you taking any new
2: <laughs> partners? Well, of course. We always, we always. Are looking to expand our business and gain, actually earn the new business, new customers. That's part of my job as business development, sales and marketing, making sure new business is coming in the door, as well as taking care of our existing clients, like you two, right? So we have to make sure everybody's happy, <laughs> yes. everything's copaesthetic. Copaesthetic, no
3: no. we're always happy is that to a help. Word, by the way,
2: copaesthetic, it sure is. <laughs> Can you spell it? I can't spell it.
3: I need mean, Google. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Is that Italian?
2: <laughs> 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 I don't believe. You could so. be, You can kind of look Italian. I am Italian. What's the heritage? I oh, am Italian. 20, what's your twenty-three and me? It's fifty-fifty Italian German.
1: <laughs> now that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a. That's. That's a tough mix. Like,
2: my uh, poor husband, uh, huh?
1: Spaghetti with Italian sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kayla, how about you? Where, where do you hail
3: from? Uh, Norwegian and Swedish. Okay. That's 50-50 or so, apparently. Yeah, That's
1: pretty good. Yeah. Fred.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm French-Canadian. Irish-French-Canadian, yeah. How about if some of our listeners wanted to get a hold of you. How would they do that?
2: <laughs> our website uh, is landtitleinc.com, mm-hmm. and then you can find our branches and contacts under our website.
1: In all seriousness, there is another land title if you don't, if you don't put it in the ink, you'll get a different land title company. So it's land title inc.
2: Yes, definitely. Thank you, thank you, and hopefully we have enough of vis- enough of visibility in the area that people are familiar with us or have had closings. We are the only employee owned title company in Minnesota, Ooh. which we feel like every one of our employees then has a vested interest. And we have two attorneys. Two attorneys. Would you say title?
1: everyone everyone has
2: a vested interest in the title investing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely. And we're thirty seven years strong now? Thirty seven years. Thirty seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And something to remember too is that when economic times are favorable. Yeah. It, there's title shops that open up all over and they're yeah. trying to take advantage make hey while the sun's shining hey let's open up a title shop but the so mortgage shops be
1: honest with you correct area.
2: correct and even real estate agents you see people that you know get their license and then pump out sure pump out sales of homes or whatever and then they're gone and that's especially important with title companies if indeed there's anything that has to be gone back for yeah. or look back on or get a policy and that title company is no longer in existence yeah. it can that's present present headaches and problems for that so that's being in business that long is very very important and also the fact that we are because of our strong reputation with our underwriters they know that, indeed, we're going to be around and mm-hmm. stand behind anything if, indeed, there would be an issue. Mm-hmm. So many times we might have stronger pull-through rates with the closings, with the properties. They might say, okay, and that can also obviously work in your Are favor. Are you
1: saying it matters who you work with? <laughs> <laughs> you it, work it surely it does. does. Yeah, no, it's it seriously. surely
2: does. Yeah. So, yeah, it's in fact, you came from a different background. I was with another title company, and that's no longer in existence.
1: Mary Sue's now working at Kayla. <laughs> no,
3: no, my degree it was yeah, in yeah. child psychology for that's college, true. so here I am. Oh, you do? Yeah.
1: that's why we get along
2: so that's, <laughs> that's why it comes into play, and she's such a good closer at the closing table. <laughs>
0: Well, thanks for coming today. Will you guys come back for another
2: episode? Oh, we would love to. We appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. I know that title companies are not really on your wheelhouse, so we appreciate having the opportunity.
1: Well, we like to get the whole real estate spectrum. So, yeah, you guys are
2: a very important part of the whole transaction. People need to know. They do. Definitely. Thanks Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you.